Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Musgrove, joined by our NUFC writer, Kieran Kelly. And we're going to discuss the breaking news in the last hour or so that Kieran Trippier has suffered what the club say is a fracture to the fifth metatarsal bone in his left foot. Put simply, his foot's a bit knackered. Um, and he will be out, again, the club have said, for up-and-coming fixtures. There's no time scale on the games he'll miss, Kieran, but... We know we all know um, from pure experience that players who suffer suffer metatarsal injuries, it's not a quick recovery. Um, just give us your initial thoughts of the news on Kieran Trippier. Yeah, I imagine for a lot of English people, it's uh, bringing back memories of Wayne Rooney and David Beckham. It was like the, the most common injury for for so long, a, a crisis moment for for the England national team. But yeah, no, the, I'm sure every Newcastle fans felt the same in terms of just a massive blow. It's not only what Kieran Trippier can do with the ball it's what he's brought to the the whole club as a whole it, it's felt like he's been there for years that alone like six weeks now if even it's it's really been a remarkable immediate impact you know we all remember people like Papi Cisse when they came in as a mid-season sign you could you could judge him on the calls it was it was amazing what he did but with Trippier it's it's just been so much more he's a leader he's an organizer he's vocal um and he's he's raised standards there there's no doubt and he earned. He already commanded so much respect as an England international. You know, it's so long since Newcastle signed a player like that. But I think a lot of the players have looked at him, seen how he handles himself, seen how he's trained, and they've, they've thought, "Wow, that that's what I aspire to be as well." And um, I think it's that is what makes me most concerned. Maybe is that yeah, he scored free kicks lately. He defends well. He gives him so much of his crosses and set pieces, but it's that mentality, that kind of cool head, that composure he brings to the team is, has been invaluable and, and in my opinion has helped them earn points. You know, you look at the record before he came and compared to since he's come, you know, it's not a coincidence, but I always have to stress he's, he's just one player. He's a huge player. They have to adapt when Callum Wilson got injured. They'll have to adapt again with Trippier going and um, you'd like to think the impact he's made that there are leaders in that team who can who can carry it on. Yeah, fingers crossed. And you imagine he'll be in the background as well, still barking out orders and encouraging the players. But for me, it's that organisation that he brings to the side that Newcastle are really going to miss. Um, and we saw it yesterday, in my view, when Kraft came on and Paul Dummett had to come on for Mankiw as well, that the defence, in my opinion, just lost a little bit of shape and there was more space for uh, Aston Villa's wide men to get in down the flank. Whereas, you know, when Kieran Trippier was on, there was just a bit more balance, I thought. So it's going to be a real test for them to to keep that shape in the, in the games coming up. Because you look at the next game against, um, I think it's West Ham, and they've got some excellent players which will attack them flanks. And um, it, it's going to be interesting to see who replaces him because we're waiting on news on Jago Mankiw, who went off injured as well. If he um, has suffered ligament damages, Eddie Howe suggested he may have done in the post-match interviews, and you think it would be Emil Kraft, and it's going to be a big test for him to step up and replace Trippier. Yeah, I think you saw when he came on, I think it was his, his first game since maybe the Cambridge game, and what a situation to be parachuted into, you know. It, it's not easy. I know he's a professional footballer, but um, for me, he's he's looked at his best when he's played at right-sided centre-back in a back five. I think as a, as a right-back, he's, he's not always been been great which is ironic because he's their only uh natural fit recognized right back at the moment and he's a sweden international but um just think back to maybe that arsenal game in november when he played a right back and 
we saw some of those instances where he's playing people on and it, it's such a fast game and, and maybe he's sometimes exposed a little bit um, whereas the centre half I think in a back five he's done okay um, but with the run of games who knows I think you've seen a lot of players under Howe who were maybe struggling under Steve Bruce who've come alive again you know Fabian Scher a prime example look at Joe Willock recently there are players in there who he's really got more out of as much as the new signs have helped so I think um, Kraft certainly that could be an example of someone who you know how would really look to to get more out of and and to put into perspective we don't know how long Tripper is going to be out for but it's expected to play again this season you know it, it may not be that many games we're talking here you know his impact has already been huge in the the, the games um, in the last few weeks that have helped Newcastle claim so many precious points so it is just one position you know the back four as a whole in my opinion is much better you look at the impact uh, Matt Target made on his debut Dan Byrne on his debut the Celsius look better Cher as I mentioned has been really good and even Dubravka he's not much to do but he's looked a lot better in recent weeks after having a few hairy moments so I think the overall defensive structure is better. The midfield's protecting them better. That, you know, if there has to be a change like this, they, they might be able to cope. But it's still a huge loss, obviously. How do you think Eddie Howe will be looking at it? You know, he can only really probably look at it one way. He's not going to be a bit available for however many games and we've just got to get on with it. We have options there. And yes, no disrespect to the players we've mentioned, they're not in the same league as Trippier, but they're still Premier League footballers and it's now up to them to, to prove that you know, they, they, they deserve to be part of this first team selection. Yeah, exactly. That's that's it. The, when a player's injured, there's there's no point, you know, pining after them. They're they're out. You've got to move on to in, in the short term. And I think the biggest call for him really, uh, once they know whether Mankio is out, is whether he go to back five. Obviously, they ended the game with the back five. They looked, they closed it out. They looked relatively solid. Um, whether he does that, but that might come at a cost then that one of your midfielders has to drop out and but disrupt the shape of the team because it wasn't so long ago we, we wondered whether Newcastle can play with a back four. They they clearly can now. They're actually looking really solid out of possession while also carrying a threat. Um, it's the age-old uh, balance we've been searching for, for, for probably years now. Um, so do you disrupt the whole team by changing the shape again? put Ryan Fraser, say, at right wing back. You know, it's it's a really big call for that West Ham game. Um, so that's probably his biggest decision to make, whether, he, as, as we touched on, you go with someone like Emil Kraft or you accommodate Burn, Lascelles and Cher to uh, to play Fraser at wing back, which would be interesting. I feel Kraft is kind of a, a confidence player. You know, he came on yesterday and there was one moment about probably maybe 10, 15 minutes after he came on where he eventually won a tackle and the crowd you know, went went up with him and there was a big roar. And I think if he if he can start, if he does start against West Ham and he starts well, then I yeah. think we'll see him do it right because we have seen him improve under uh, Eddie Howe. You know, he's one of a long list of players who've who've grown and, and the performances have definitely improved and gone up a level. So fingers crossed if he does start, he can he can show a bit a bit about him, you know, and why he deserves to be part of this Newcastle squad. Yeah, and I think uh, from memory, he started against Manchester United and actually had a decent game there as well. And obviously, he was tested by by their forwards. Uh, I know they had a poor game on the night, but he has it in him. I think, um, as I was saying, if he he's rarely had a run of games in Newcastle because for years they've not had an undisputed first choice right back. You've had Murphy playing seven games, then he comes out. Mankio plays seven, he comes out, and Kraft comes in. And 
I think he, he would benefit from just having that belief, as you say, to know that it's his position for the short term, just do your best, as it were. And, he, you know, he, as he said again, he's a professional football. You know, it's not an amateur being thrown in here. It's just the levels are so high and the wingers are so good in the Premier League that you know opposition managers are going to look at that team sheet and think, right, get that left winger on him early doors and see how he gets on. Um, one good thing from yesterday, I mean, obviously Newcastle won, which was an excellent thing, but Dan Burnley, you've mentioned him and he's brought, you know, a bit more leadership and just, again, he looked assured. It's something that you notice with Kieran Trippier and Matt Target. They look confident in themselves that they can handle whatever's thrown at them. So, you know, yes, they're missing Kieran Trippier, but you would think Dan Byrne would probably start against against West Ham and he brings a bit more balance to that back line. And that'll just be a massive plus for Newcastle. Yeah, I think he was fantastic. I'm not saying that for the original there. I think every every fan probably thought that it's just a, a brilliant story as well. You know, I, I I'd certainly be pretty nervous if I knew all my family were watching me. You know, nearly 20 years after being released, but he, he played like like Trippier, as I was saying earlier. He played like he'd been at the club for years. Um, just the composure on the ball, the clearances he made. You know, he had some great moments with Tyrone Mings where they're going head to head. He ripped his shirt at one point, which was pretty funny um I, yeah I, I think he's um it's 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 a really big call because um I don't see how dropping Lascelles when he's fit share has been really good for me so to, to pick two from three is, is it's a big call for uh, Saturday but he he was really good and rightly named man of the match I think he just brought that calmness to the the back line that hasn't really always been there and it's it's not a coincidence lately the way they've been defending um they, they just look so much stronger at the back now those new signs have made such a big difference yeah one of so we've got a, f- a few comments here we've got one from tell my Ross says terrible luck with injuries of course callum wilson's the other big name out uh, it says the remaining players have to st- uh, stand taller and we can do this he's talking about survival there and, and that's the thing as well you know like you've said kieran it's a big blow but it is just one player and you feel the squad there's a you know there's a good spirit there they've won three on the bounce everyone's positive and yes you know that will be dragged down ever so slightly by this news but you know they're a group who who will just kick on and they'll be looking ahead to, to West Ham and, and hope, hope hoping to get a win and they'll just uh, you know they'll probably want to do it for you and trip yeah and, and kind of say you know these three points are for you and obviously everyone watching back at home yeah yeah for sure I think um it's funny, it just had it been a central midfielder who got an injury, you know, Joe Willick, it would have been a huge miss, but they had obviously good marriage to come in. Uh, John Longstaff's obviously played well when he's come in recently as well. I think it's just the fact it's that one position, along with probably goalkeeper, they could really ill afford an injury like this. And um, I, was, I was just thinking, like, there's, there's no other right back in world football right now who's as influential as, as Kieran Trippier. I don't think that's an exaggeration in terms of a brain in the team he, he just he's brought so much to that team um so it will be interesting to see you know do they revert back to where they were before he arrived whereby that's an area they look a bit weak in you know it's not a coincidence how i wanted to strengthen the full back department they're playing um, matt ritchie and jacob murphy against man city only seven weeks ago i think you know it was an area that really needed strengthening so Will they be adversely affected by by Trippier coming out, or, or will they, as you said, the, the sum of the parts, you know, the team actually come together and 
actually because they've strengthened and, and got that bit of confidence and belief now they'll be able to cope without him. So that, that's the big question. Certainly Saturday West Ham that they will have an answer, you know, that there are many trickier tests for a, a right back coming into it to face Rudy. Yeah, it's important as well that the players that do play on, on, on Saturday against West Ham, it's an opportunity for some of them to find their voice. I think before the January trans window, in my view, that's what Newcastle were lacking. They were lacking a voice on the pitch, a bit of leadership. And we've seen that with Kieran Trippi. I mean, you in the press box sit really close to the touchline. You can hear him barking away. And then when you watch the, the Newcastle United content they put on their YouTube channel, you can see he's, you know, he's telling players, instructing players what to do. And that's been really crucial since he's joined. I think it's made a massive difference. We're hoping Dan Byrne can do a bit of that. Matt Target's a bit more of a quiet character. Um, but, you know, the players that do get picked will have to step up and, and make their voice heard on, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, the big thing is that that leadership aspect that, that Trippier brings. As I was saying, you know, the free kicks have been huge, but it, it is that, that leadership aspect, having those calm heads who, you know, can keep the team focused because we think back to moments, you know, when they went 2-1 up against Southampton, I think it was going back to August, there was only a couple of minutes left of stoppage time and, and they couldn't close out that game, which, you know, to be honest, is unforgivable at this level. It's noticeable how they've been able to close out games lately um, and that has to continue. And I think there's a leadership group there who made a very conscious effort that it didn't just fall to themselves because he wore the armband. You've seen even when Fernandez has been injured, he's been a big presence around the training ground. Um, it'll be the same with Trippier, as you alluded to. John Shelby obviously is is a key player there. They they have enough leaders in there to to share the burden around, even without Trippier, even without Cal Wilson, of course, is, is a big figure on and off the field as well. So um that that will be really interesting to see how, how they cope. Um but there, there's enough in that dressing room to get them through, you know, say five, six games. And, you know, they can't just rely on a right back and and blame it on that when they, it doesn't go the way. They have enough confidence and spirit and belief now to, to really build on these results. Yeah, definitely. We're going to hear now from our Chief Sports Writer, Lee Ryder, who makes the point that Trippier has set the standard and that's what the rest of the team now have to, to provide from now on in. So disappointing news for Newcastle United this morning. Kieran Trippier definitely has broken a bone in his foot and uh, faced a spell on the sidelines, which is, you know, it's just a hammer blow for Newcastle United. You know, you looked at this one and you felt he was a good signing for Newcastle United in January. That's that's probably the biggest understatement uh, of, of the season so far because he has lifted this team up the table uh, almost single-handedly just with his organisation, his experience, two massive goals. And, you know, for Newcastle, th this is a blow. But... He'll be back. He'll be back at some stage. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, and Newcastle have one of the quality right backs in Europe in the squad. The the big thing for this is now is that Trippier has, you know, set the standard for Newcastle now. That that is what they've got to you know achieve every game. Hard work, organisation, all stopping crosses, just making life difficult for the opposition. Everything that they've lacked this season uh, and, and until the turn of the year. So, big blow, but, you know, he's still going to be around. He's still going to be in the background. Who knows, he, you know, he could be back at, at some stage this season. And for Newcastle now, they've got to just, you know, bottle that spirit up and take it down to West Ham and look to get the result. And whoever comes in knows the standard now. There's no doubt about that. If it's Emil Kraft, 
he knows he's got to step up and, and produce a Trippier-esque display at the London Stadium this weekend. Yeah, and as we mentioned there, as Lee mentions there, if it is Crafuel comes in, they have um, some standards to meet, but I'm sure they'll they'll do their best. Um, just before we let you go, Kieran, just talk to us about the form Newcastle are in. I mean, I think they're fourth in the league table over the last few games, have won three on the bounce, and they haven't just won the games; they've you know they deserve to. And against Everton, they dominated, and against Villa, it wasn't the best of games, and at times they were hanging on. So it was a different kind of test. But they passed it, you know, they were resolute, they were back, you know, defending with their backs to the wall. But they, they, they held on, which shows you two types of this Newcastle United side under Eddie Howe. Um, what have you made of the last three games? Yeah, it's, it's it's been remarkable, really. I think yesterday was the kind of game they, they wouldn't have won a few weeks ago. They might even have lost it, uh, to be honest. I think, as you said, you've seen two different phases and in possession. They were... They were better against Everton a few days ago, but out of possession against Villa, I think they're they're really solid. They frustrated them. Villa, I know, weren't at their best, but that was as much down to you know those midfielders like Joe Willock, Joe Linton. They they really took hold of that game, really put them under pressure. And yeah, I think it's been you didn't necessarily see a new manager bounce in terms of results with Eddie Howe. I think. You know, it took them a while to get that first win, and then after that, it wasn't necessarily lift off. But you can really see the the fruits of the work they're doing on the training ground paying off now. The belief that's there, the spirit that's there, the new signings have undoubtedly helped. But I think only three of them started yesterday. It's as much down to the the levels he's got out of the players who are already at the club that I think's been particularly striking for me. You're seeing. Joe Willock uh, the past few weeks, Stranger Shelby, Joe Linton, obviously reborn as a midfielder. Um, you could go on really through the whole team sheet and it gives them, you know, four-point cushion at this stage of the season. It, on paper, doesn't seem much, but to win games down at the bottom is so hard. You know, do you fancy Watford to win two on the bounce at the moment and Newcastle to lose two on the bounce? I'm not so sure. Um, did all other teams on there. Burnley, for example, it's really, really hard for those teams to win a game. So it gives them that cushion, but I think it's it's crucial that they build on it now. You know, West Ham away, Brentford away, they had, they're, they're not easy games, but if they can get points from those two, it, it keeps that momentum going. And that's the most important thing because they, they, it just feels like a bit like the, the second half of last season, you know, we had that horrible low point at Brighton but once they started to get up and run in this team they, they do tend to go on runs and, and we're seeing that now yeah I think the key word you mentioned there is momentum and West Ham and their game against Leicester showed they were vulnerable and Aston Villa did against Leeds so Newcastle just have to make sure they take advantage of that and of course we'll bring you live coverage of that game over on our website on Saturday and obviously there's plenty of uh, content to come this week from Kieran and from a uh, Chief Sports Writer Lee as well. So do head over to chroniclelive.co.uk where we'll bring you all the latest updates on Kieran Trippier and uh, all the reaction from the weekend's game and look ahead, of course, to that West Ham game. For the meantime, uh, thank you very much for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>